0: Alright guys, what up, what up, what up? I am Tanika Bond, proud CEO and creator of Little Miss T LLC and Talks with Little Miss T Podcast. I am here with Derek again. Hello. My, he's becoming my co-host. Uh,
1: yes, indeed.
0: Yes, indeed. For uh, this season. For this season. <laughs> <laughs> Until you you ditch me? Until you ditch me?
1: No, 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 but I know season one you had another
2: co-host.
1: Oh! <laughs> but, you know. I season three it might be somebody
2: else
0: okay 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 yes that could be true um uh, guys thank you so much for tuning in and welcome back to another episode of talks with little misty podcast uh this is episode 13 and this is the second episode of the series uh marriage series and this episode is titled divorce yes Pros and cons um, about divorce. And Dark and I tonight are going to jump in. Uh, we are both divorced, um, so it's important to say that. But we're going to jump into some pros and cons of divorce and kind of give you um, our perspective uh, on an understanding of both sides of the coin of divorce. How how how, how the overall arching thing about divorce, uh, what leads to it, and what do you do once you're there. And it's over with.
1: Yeah. Once you're sitting there in divorce. Yeah. You know, some of the things you have to deal with and look forward to. Yep. Good and bad.
0: Good and bad. All right. So let's get started. Before, well, before we even get started, I do want to highlight this. Uh, this show is ex- rated explicitly for adults. Um, I don't want to say rated R on, could because on every streaming platform, it'll be an E for explicit content. Please understand that children should not listen to this podcast. Please be advised for eighteen and over. I just want to make sure I'm always fully transparent and highlighting that, um, guys. As you can see, I'm in a different oh, look. All that beautiful artwork. I'm in a different uh place. I'm at Dark's home today, yes. recording. Right. Yes, indeed. So yeah, we were we got a chance to kick it earlier, and um, now we're recording, and I could I, We were really. Really excited about recording uh, this episode tonight, right?
1: Looking forward to it.
0: All right. So let's get started. Nonetheless, uh, we're going to kick off with uh, divorce. Like I said, episode 13, pros and cons of divorce. Um, Though Dark and I understand that uh, our pros and cons are completely subjective, we do want, we feel it's important to talk about this, these things, these type of things, especially within the black community,
1: right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, some of the things we you don't think about. Um, I guess we'll start off first with, you know, how did we get to to the divorce? You know, how you know, I think I was uh humming a little tune earlier. Uh-huh. How did you get here? And I started
0: singing <laughs> Dapricot, Nobody's <laughs> supposed to be here. And Dark is like, I'm... yeah, definitely another <laughs> things Anyhow, but yes. Um, let's, we're going to lay it out really, um, plain and simple for you guys tonight, because we want to make sure, um, I'm intentional, like I told Derek about the message that I'm putting out there. And I want to be certain that I am giving true perspective, um, but also understanding my role as a black woman that I play with, uh, my voice and my words being, uh, being spoken, uh, and being shared, should I say, not spoken, but shared with you guys, So with that being said, I'm going to give you, I jotted down some notes, um, Dark and I, as we were going over just specifics that we wanted to make sure we hit tonight.
1: She has more notes than I do. I
0: do. Definitely I do. (laughs) And so when we talk about divorce being completely subjective, we talked about um, three buckets, right? And so the effects on children, mental health. And finding ways to address the m- mental health afterwards. And we mm. felt like those were like key points um, of the pros and cons of divorce.
1: And, with- we, and we understand also that not everybody has kids in their relationship. So sometimes it's not the effect on the kids, but on yourself too. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that affect me? You know, I've been going two, three, five, ten, fifteen 10, 15 years living with somebody. hmm and now it's just going to be me by myself. Like, how does that play a role on your mental uh, health there? You know, yeah. just thinking about that.
0: And then I thank Derek for actually sharing that with me because oftentimes as, as a mother, as you know, um, once you become a mom, that's, that's completely, that's how you view yourself, um, good or bad. And I, I believe that that was a good point that he dropped in that, you know, not everybody has children, but they still go through divorce um all right let's get into it so if we say some pros and cons of divorce uh the first one was effects on children what would you speak to and say the like one of the effects or the biggest effect on on the children on the girls
1: um yeah I got three girls so for me one of the biggest effects was of course they're daddy girls mm-hmm. but they're primarily living with their mother so them not having access uh, I think was a big thing, especially my middle daughter. She she definitely was like under me all the time. So her, I think she she really battled. She's a middle child anyway. So she felt like I paid more attention to her. So she sort of had that fight, you know, trying to find her way wow. without daddy, you yeah. know, being right there. Yes, she could call me, but not being right there with her when she needed me. Or, you know, if it took me a half hour to get to her, mm-hmm. that might be a half hour too late for whatever she needed. So I think having that access for kids is is, is one of the effects that you will see.
0: Okay. I think that's that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to Derek uh, just about what divorce was like for my children and for my sons. I have two, two sons. Um, they are now adults. I would say when I was going through divorce, the biggest effect on them was the being felt like they were being pulled between both parents. Um, it played such a huge role, guys. It had such a huge effect on them that uh, they became very vocal about certain things that their dad and I were doing because they felt like they were they had to choose.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that is the worst thing. Thing. you you don't yeah, want to hear that as yeah, a mom yeah. as a parent and i know my ex-husband didn't want to hear that but it was their truth moment and mm. i would say that was the biggest effect on them is feeling like they have to choose they felt very much split between us both especially because um guys i know i've shared this multiple times i'll share again just in case if you're new listening i'm originally from maryland and uh my all of my family lives there my ex-husband everyone so being in maryland he had complete access to the kids whenever he wanted to. I never had a thing where he had to call before he'd come to the house or anything. It was just open door policy and um, it worked very well with us because he always respected my boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, However, when I relocated to Jersey for someone, it didn't end up working out with that person. But when I relocated to Jersey, I shook everyone's world up and yeah, that, that that was an effect in itself, um, mm-hmm. and the kids were completely turned upside down by that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure, as, as a father, too, If you, I don't have sons, but mm-hmm. I would imagine you, you, you lose some of that bonding, uh, being away, that you would normally get.
0: Nah, they didn't lose no, any bonding. No, no. They are closer <laughs> than... Hey, listen, how Derek said he has these daddy girls, I'm not going to lie, my... It is a special connection. It's something about a mother with her son. But I can assure you, my boys are super close with their dad. They never. No, me. He great. is there. Like he'll mm-hmm. say it. His best friends are are the boys.
2: Yeah. I was
0: like, that's weird. Is mm-hmm. what I told them. Okay. I say, as an adult, you need adult best friends. Yeah. Not not children. He's like, well, they're adults now. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, they yeah. didn't. it didn't. it was just more of our bickering.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The being pulled.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what? What else I, I noticed with my kids. Their grades dipped mm-hmm. when when uh, we were going through this whole process, and it took them at least a good year, year and a half to really wow. navigate the space and be able to to, to operate normally mm-hmm. at school. Wow, so that was another Dead. factor.
0: Yeah, guys. So listen, we just shared. That's a real. That's a real. Well, we're doing pros and cons, in for the moment, and that was the, one of the pros and cons we stated. Um, was the effect on kids. And please, please remember, Dark and I do feel that this is completely subjective. So it's it's not based on one particular situation. Yeah. It's your view, you know? Exactly. Like we're just sharing ours.
1: I'm a professional electrician, <laughs> not a therapist. Not a ther-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well... I am a teacher, uh, and I'm a licensed mental health professional. So I do have two go. master's degrees. Let me do two.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: in educational background, educational leadership, and mental health, and I'm a licensed mental health professional.
1: Excellent.
0: So, yeah, mm-hmm. I I can say these things.
1: Exactly. And that's why that's why I'm the
0: co-host. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, moving on. So, the second biggest pros, pro or con um, Derek and I talked about was... Go ahead, Derek. Can you see it um, on my paper?
1: No, I can't it's see it. mental I,
0: health. I can't see it on
1: her, on her notes. Even though I
0: write down. huge. I write biggest Texas. So, so go ahead.
1: So, mental health, yes. So, I think that ties in also with, with the effects because, um, again, my daughters did do some therapy. Uh, we did some family therapy as well, and I think uh, the divorce, it could play not necessarily mind games or tricks, but, but I think I would say that the, the enemy uses solitude sometimes against you, you know, because you think you're the only one going through this. I'm the mm. only one. Going through a divorce right now, Mm -hmm. I'm the only one to have these problems. No one else can possibly understand how you feel. Exactly, exactly. So that plays that weighs down on you on Mm -hmm. your mind, and I think um, definitely seeing someone, you know, if it's not a licensed professional, having somebody to talk to and realize, hey, I'm not going through this thing, and I don't have to go through it alone, will definitely um, pay dividends later on.
0: Wow, word, true
1: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mental health. Oftentimes, I feel that in just the state of our society alone, guys, think about that. When we're dealing with mental health, um, the state of our country where mm-hmm. we are that is already bearing it's 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 taxing as in itself. But when we think about going through a divorce. And how that plays on the mental health. For me, I dealt with it in a way that was unhealthy.
2: Mm.
0: So I didn't know much about mental health then. Guys, when I was going through divorce, I was young. I got married when I was like 18. And I think oftentimes Mm. I don't share that, but I was Mm. extremely young. So I was not ready to be anybody's wife. Um and I can say that today because therapy has allowed me because I've addressed addressed mental health issues, I'm able to state clearly that right. this was, you know, I wasn't ready. But what I will say is mental health, my mental health, um, the effect that it had on me was it was it was traumatizing. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm gonna just be very transparent in this moment. It caused me to kind of lash out do things such as I wasn't so nice to people Mm -hmm. um meaning if I met someone even though I'm going through divorce was trying to date again that is unhealthy in itself right there because if you are going through a divorce and this is again very subjective I feel you need to go through your divorce
2: Mm-hmm. And you
0: should not be dating. yeah, Because your judgment is clouded. You're not going in a dating with the right purpose or right. intentions. And I was doing all of those things. Which mm-hmm. was not healthy. I yeah. was in a bad place. So my mental health was not there. It wasn't intact.
1: Is right. what I would say. Yeah. yeah. Now now, do you feel as though. How about that person that says. Well I checked out 2-3 years ago. And they're just getting a divorce now. And they feel like they can still try to intermingle dating somebody else in that space as well.
0: I would say hell no. And here's why, <laughs> here's why, mm-hmm. because I, that was me. Mm-hmm. So we long guys, when I, when a divorce came about, my ex-husband very much did not want it. Mm-hmm. Even though it was infidelity on my end, I was responsible. I said at that point, I was like, we don't need to be together. I am getting to the point where I'm cheating I am doing these things and it is not healthy. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We need to break up. And he very much would have stayed. This is how much my ex-husband is a stand-up guy. And I said this on the last episode and I'll say it again. Um, We are in such a good spot right now. And I can speak with conviction, understanding that it was me. And though it takes two people, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take ownership on my part. It was me. And he very much wanted to make it work, right? He wanted to make it work he contested the divorce, mm-hmm. twice. And I was just so fear, furious and, and livid, but speaking to what you just said, I was that person. We we separated. And I was still out here wanting to date and do mm-hmm. all these things. And let me tell you something, which does not make it any better. Our kids were affected because we were no longer living in the same home, but understand we both were still parenting. I never mm-hmm. wanna take away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have to have my kids full time. Because mm-hmm. their dad had them as well, and so that looked like I can do whatever I want. Majority right. of my weekends were free because mm-hmm. their dad always had them. The mm-hmm. summers I had no—I'm a teacher. Even before I became a teacher, teacher assistant, I was off in the summers. I never had my kids in the summer really because their dad always kept them the entire summer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So out here, just you know, wilding is what I like to call it. <laughs> Not divorced, right? And men, they tend to want to be okay with that, but you shouldn't be. You should call a woman out on that. And it was to the point that was unhealthy. Mm-hmm. My mental health was affected, though, right. because I wasn't in a good spot.
1: Yeah. So I will be the opposite of you. Oh, wow. So during the divorce, from the time we I separated until the papers were signed, I, I dated no one. And for me, it was like I felt until that day happened, which was actually November 12th of 2012. Um,
0: Wait a minute. Did we date during this time? No. no. I, I'm
1: like, you know I'm going to go back and check, right? <laughs> no, we
0: did not. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going back and check. Go ahead.
1: But that whole period of time, I felt like there was always a possibility that we could get back together.
2: And mm-hmm. I didn't want
1: anything to mar or be in a way, you know, between me and God, saying, "Hey, you, you, you," because I felt like we were still married. Wow! So I wanted to still uphold my vows up until that point. Hmm. Because I wanted to say, at least I gave it my all in all. You know, that that, that was just me.
0: Dad, you're such a stand up guy. I told you that? <laughs> I,
1: said that. I think so. Maybe I think you, you, might, you might have mentioned it. Okay.
0: Cause he, you are. You you sit here making me feel like so I know, I know no, no. not. No, you're not. You're I'm, not making me feel anyway because i worked not. through my issues, oh, my yeah, divorce issues. Isn't.
1: Everybody's but, different though. Yeah. And, and, again, my background, I was a church boy. You know, I grew up in a church. I, I lived did in a church. So so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Grand. She rolled it over <laughs> her grave. I, I did too. Yeah. I grew yeah, up in
1: church. Yeah. But we had we had a conversation about the we church. Did. We of, did oh
0: so we know. had it we definitely had a conversation about the yeah. church, but we're gonna yeah. take that for another episode.
1: Yes indeed. Okay,
0: so guys that third bucket, so we did effects on children, we did uh mental health, and now we're gonna just talk about the finding ways to address mental health mm-hmm. while going through uh through a divorce.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely gotta seek that professional. Mm. <clears throat> or or somebody competent. Somebody competent. You can't go to your girlfriend who probably never ever been married.
0: Oh, okay. Or or your homie. Okay, okay. I'm. Thank you. Because
1: I was about to say that guys
2: cannot Uh, eat the homies. Well,
1: see. uh, (laughs) Here's where I will stray a little bit because guys don't want to talk about it with each other. Oh. They're not going to talk to the homie because they don't want to feel like
2: less than, less
1: than, or I messed up, or I failed, or you're not. I'm not good enough you know because again for guys there's a competition oh, so wow. sometimes you are comparing. you got the comparison you know say you know keeping score type of thing wow so so we're not going to go to to our friends all the time to discuss that thing
0: i never thought about it that way
1: yeah so whereas it's easy for you to go to your girlfriends mm-hmm. because that's
0: no it's not to, well well i mean well, it but, it uh, is more easier i, I want to yeah, well, i'm sorry i yeah. can't correct it women do the, the camaraderie amongst yeah, women yeah. They, women we can sometimes divulge yeah oh, okay right, correction yeah. i scan correct it yeah. i'm gonna speak to me personally mm-hmm. um i have girlfriends who i'm close-knit with um more than likely mm, it's gonna be my sister yeah yeah it's the only it's the mm-hmm. woman I, and i trust my girlfriends i'm gonna be very clear about that especially i know they're listening <laughs> uh, and i love them like sisters but I have a sister, I oh, have two yeah. sisters, but I'm closer to mm-hmm. one of them than the other, but I still love them equally, both know mm-hmm. that. Um, I would definitely talk to her. And if yeah. I, I think that that's, here's why I disagree a little bit with what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek said, first seek professional help or if not one from someone else. Um, some help from another friend who are like-minded or who maybe yeah. has gone, not like, like, like-minded, but may have gone through divorce. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing why I'm on the fence with that. I really feel that seeking professional help is the only key because I feel that the person that's a friend that may have gone through the worst, they know you personally, and they are not going to give, um, how can I put it?
1: Unbiased. An
0: unbiased opinion about mm-hmm. something. It is yeah. going to be very much... Control. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would not do that. Yeah.
1: Um, so I, w- I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. And I feel that you want someone who does not even know you from a can of paint on a wall, but they have mm-hmm. to rely on their expertise to mm-hmm. be able to counsel you or to provide right. you with tools in order to navigate through your mental health. And mm-hmm. I think that's important.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's important to have. I
1: agree. I agree with you.
0: Um, so guys, here's the big thing. We did pros and cons and we had these these bullet points of these things we wanted to hit home on. That was the effect on children, mental health, and how to um, navigate through um, finding ways to navigate or find ways to um, to address your mental health. But let's go to two different sides here. We talked about, um, before we even get to like these effects, let's talk about how, how it leads to divorce. Because that's big. I think oftentimes no one addresses, what actually takes place, what transpires to make someone get to the point where you say divorce is it. Think about, and I'm, I'm not a white woman, I'm black. <laughs> so I'm speaking amongst black, for us in the black community. I'm not the voice of the black community, I'm a part of that voice. Right. And I want to just speak to, in black households, how come our marriages are not lasting? Now, granted, in white households, I don't even want to get into statistics because I know what society has you thinking that. Like, I, like for example, black on black crime—that mm-hmm. can't be a thing. But I, I, I'm not going to even get on, on black and black crime and how society built around wants you to think that. But let's just lean in on that. Yeah. in yeah. the black community divorce is so high.
1: Yeah. If, um, if
0: marriage is even touch.
1: but yeah, if we true.
0: but if we talk about marriage being divorce being a thing, um, what would you say? We said one of the things that leads to divorce is a lack of being able to communicate one's emotional needs, right? Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, and, and to communicate that effectively, uh, we touched on it a little bit in our last uh, podcast about yeah. you know making sure that your partner understands what you're saying, what you're trying to divulge to him or her. Mm-hmm. You know, because you want to make sure. That, that you have that open communication, but that they understand what it is that you need. So we, we talk about, hey, the wife wants more quality time. Ah. The husband says, I'm home. What are you talking about? I'm home with you. But he's out in the garage working. You know, that's not quality time to her. Like sometimes we got to be specific. You know, we, we just got to, sometimes you got to be plain and blunt. Say, listen, I need you to cuddle with me. And watch Golden Girls. Come on. Whatever whatever it is. Come on. You know,
0: I don't have nothing to add because Derek just hit it the nail right on the head. Listen Mm -hmm. to me. Being very clear, very Mm -hmm. upfront, and specific about those things you want.
1: Yeah. Those things you want and those things that you you need.
0: need. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Not want. It's a need. It's a need. It's It's not a want.
1: Yeah. Because um, I forget the author who said it, but you're, you're pouring into a person mm-hmm. but if they're not pouring back into you mm-hmm. you're going to be left empty you're going to walk out
2: I'm
0: going to touch on this a little bit and it's, this is still within topic but mm-hmm. I want to be very clear I don't want to go too far off
2: Okay.
0: Um, Michelle Obama said recently that for 10 years she couldn't stay in her husband. okay mm-hmm. and no one ever knew that mm-hmm. because little things I won't even get into the things some funny some not okay. um, but she also said and the reason why I'm speaking to this is because you just said, um, if you're pouring into somebody else, you need that back mm-hmm. and all the time marriage doesn't look that way. Yeah. And I want to be clear about that because that's what leads to divorce, not understanding who you marry. Yeah. She said that 10, what did she say? Oftentimes someone is going to be able to give the larger portion. Mm-hmm. and that other partner don't have it to give. They just don't have it. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're going to have to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like this happening all the time because I feel that that leads to divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that that same person showing up majority of the time. But it does look like you being able to be there and step up when your partner can't give you that... Because his marriage is not 50-50. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was saying. But we do say that. When you named yeah. that last time, you said, yeah. you it's, said 50-50. It was 100-100. But
1: you...
0: But every no, but what she's saying is Absolutely you can't always, always give that. You,
1: you can't always give it, yeah.
0: If I if I am, but if you're not if giving, you're giving, if, if you're A, not giving anything, sometimes you don't have nothing to give. That's what she's saying. And then, I, it, I then you got to make that no, I know. Okay, I know, so but, let's talk about I know, that.
1: I, I, I don't know. You got to have something. No, to give.
0: you have. She's listen, and I and I had to think about what she was saying. Not saying Michelle Obama is the end all, be all word, right? But let's think about that. Mm-hmm. Two successful people, you're right? She was married to the leader of the free world. Mm-hmm. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Now yeah. we know that it, it's the men that, that may have run the country, but we turn the neck, right? right. So we mm-hmm. we, are the, we are the we the support,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the backbone of it all. Right. I don't care if he he was the leader of the free world. You best right. believe that she was
1: supporting him yeah, the whole time, yeah. or
0: not running our country.
1: Yeah. Silently, so so in the but, background.
0: But what she's saying is, you may not think about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is somebody who has, his task is ensuring our safety and dealing with all these multiple different things running the country. Do you think he always had a 100 to give his marriage or anything? She said at times he had zero to give. Think about that because that can mm-hmm. show up depending on what that partner has going on.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And so you don't have nothing to give. So, so
1: how many of you ladies out there talking about my man is not the leader of no free world? <laughs> they gotta
0: find something, they gotta get something. Me. <laughs> oh 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 now just oh, because hey. just because your man is not the leader leader of the free world does not mean he does not hold uh you know a, he's not a man of many hats okay so yeah. let me be let me get an mm-hmm. example here's an example before we go into the next thing um I'm going to give an example of the person that I'm dating now, right? We're seeing each other, not in a relationship, but we're definitely dating seriously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And what I would say, he, uh, he is extremely busy. And it takes, I can either be the woman that is going to, and you can, ladies, it is okay to say this is not for you. But the woman that is understanding of that, supportive of that, As long as I feel like I'm getting that back in return, but I have to also acknowledge it may getting it back may not be all in that moment because this person is so busy.
1: Right, and getting it back may not be how you envision it. mm
0: -hmm. You
1: know, it might. But it's important to get it back back. the
0: way I need it, yeah, because that's understanding my love language. Exactly. So even even though um, it may not, it may be a little different. I need. I need to be. It goes back to what you're saying effective communication, being mm-hmm. able to communicate what that could look like. Yeah. If you know my love language is quality time mm-hmm. or physical touch, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that you're going to figure out a way to give that back in one of those two buckets right. because they are the highest things mm-hmm. on my on my love language um, right. assessment. Here's what I w- I'm going to get back to the point I was making with, with that. Very much in dating, you have to put extra emphasis Mm -hmm. in because i feel like that's what things can dwindle off especially if you have distance like i do Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and he's very intentional now he's the person that runs his own foundation He's working he's doing all this he got he has a lot of stuff going on Mm -hmm. but i don't know how he still finds the time to ensure like it's almost, it's the reassurance that I need. And listen, at 41, I'm not willing to lie about or pussyfoot around about the things that I I need. Right. And the reassurance is one of them. Mm-hmm. And because I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. So I need constant reassurance and that can be tiring. Right.
1: So I, I see where you're going, right? Uh-huh. And to go back to the Obamas.
0: Okay. Now he ain't running no country. Right,
1: right, So right. I'm expecting but, his but, hands but to the, show up and get
0: but. Get, get but he can't always do that.
1: Yes. But then, at a, I think at a high-performing individual, he's going to make time in in the day to give his partner what what they need. Uh-huh. You know, so it may be only 15 minutes in a block, mm-hmm. but he's going to schedule it and give give you. He's going. So I'm sure President Obama was giving Michelle Obama some time in there for her.
0: She said it like you said it. The time would look, you said not being, time, you being here is not the time because mm-hmm. you're in the garage. So right. you being here with me and still have to answer to na- matters of national security is not mm-hmm. being with me.
2: Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Cause
0: that's, so that's a true thing. That's yeah. a, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, it, it's not, I say this to say guys, as we talk about those things that lead to divorce. That effective communication, being able to say what you need, but it, it may not always, guys, understanding that mm-hmm. sometimes it is definitely, you know, an 80 20.
1: Yeah, it can it can be.
0: It can be. Yeah. And, he, and he, are you okay with an 80 20? Because you got to ask yourself that. Are, yeah. Would you be okay with an 80 20?
1: Me personally?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. At this stage of my life, I don't think so. I think I need, oh, I cause need when some when you nurse. were
0: dating, you were very much okay with that.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was, Well, <laughs> So, so you. Okay. I, I was I was assuming so you were talk, marriage, I was assuming blaze. you was talking about me, no. me receiving the twenty. I want to receive the eighty. Oh no!
2: No, no, no. you was given. <laughs> <I, laughs> jerk, <I can't laughs> jerk was given
1: the twenty. Um. No comment.
0: Okay. No. Moving on. No I,
1: no, I agree. I agree. Okay. with You, you agree? You know. okay. Like I, I'm definitely. All right. So I'm at a different phase in life right now. Okay. I'm I'm equally as busy as I was before. Oh. Um, but I think now through growth I understand that you have to allot that time hmm. and put that in. And 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 it might not be quantitative huh. but it'll definitely be quality. You know and you look that at the, I'll take yeah,
0: quality over anything. Yeah exactly. Yeah for sure. Alright that next thing that uh so, on that bullet list is sex, sexual desires, and lack of intimacy. And yes. Derek and I were talking about this prior to coming on and recording, guys. So, yeah, that... some homework
1: is done. Yes, don't
0: think that we're 10%. just getting on here recording all willy nilly. We yes. sit down, we have real life conversations because it does um, require some level of transparency, vulnerability. Mm. So, yes. yeah, all those things. So, sex, sex is a big one. And people think it's not, and they hate to talk about it and say, well, and people always bring your sex in and everything, because it is. It's important. It's, a big, it's important. Yes. Yeah. Look at, there Yes, yes, yes. At, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, sex is important. Sexual desires. Um, This can lead to divorce. A lack mm. of intimacy. And I want to be very clear. I, intimacy and sex are two different things, but mm-hmm. I put it, th- I only time I put it together because I feel like it, going to fall right one behind the other or one in mm. front of the other yeah. but it is two separate things intimacy does not Well, you define what intimacy looks like for you but for definitely for my overview of intimacy it is not sexual because intimacy is taking the time to build up the sexual
1: yeah. desire it's like the prequel
0: yes it
2: is
1: yeah And, for and sure. like definitely the intimacy you know for me is like hey watching a movie and just being cuddled up uh-huh. You know, there's it's, it's nothing sexual about it, but just being together and in the in the presence, you know, whether you, you you're cooking together mm-hmm. or or just I got these plants here, you know. You, like how I when I came in this <laughs> house
0: and I'm looking at all these plants. Y'all don't y'all don't know what I'm what gorgeousness I'm looking at right now in the moment. But yeah. go ahead.
1: But just you know, stuff like that, just doing things together, mm-hmm. you know, or being in somebody's presence together, you know, that intimacy is. is and sometimes that's even uh, it might be even better than sex because because it is. yeah because yeah one one you know sometimes it lasts a whole lot longer than oh, sex. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Y'all can't
0: Oh, oh now that's not for me. <laughs> not for me. No, no, but, but, but definitely not. But, all... but no, no, I I mm-hmm. do. Okay, that threw me off.
2: <laughs> That's a real
0: thing. That's a real thing, though. No, but I I would say um, it can lead to divorce because the thing of what we talked about before, sometimes your partner just don't have all of all of something to give to you. Mm -hmm. And you are going I'm speaking to just marriage right now. You're going without having it. Yeah. Intimacy being built those creating those moments for those you know, spaces for intimacy to be built mm-hmm. and then creating time to have sex and not like I got a three o'clock available we got three o'clock we wanna have sex at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. No I'm talking about intentional planning like maybe a date night of clear the schedule type day. Mm-hmm. Let's take a walk, let's do lunch, let's do dinner, and let's night out on a town and then end it with a nightcap. That is very much what I'm speaking to. And so not intentionally understanding how important sex is and going without letting them damn kids get caught up in the mist. You run around taking care of children, mm-hmm. you work doing this women letting themselves go, not sprucing themselves up, putting on yeah. lipstick men just putting on work clothes, not sprucing themselves up, not, not getting their hair cut, keeping themselves grown mm-hmm. that depletes the sexual desire yeah. for your partner. And that can lead straight to divorce and cheating.
1: Yeah. And then also the lack of the intimacy part, I think, that allows, it's like a, a piece of concrete. You know? mm-hmm. I'm a construction worker so I always compare it to different it. stuff. <laughs> but you have concrete, right? Without intimacy, you start forming cracks in that concrete. Hmm. And then you have weeds start to grow. And that will separate the both of you.
0: Okay, that is true.
1: Yeah, so you know, hmm. now you create separation because now you don't even you're not getting the intimacy. Now you don't even want to be around that person.
0: Because you're upset about you yeah about, about yeah the frustration so yeah. let me tell you something <laughs> and if you don't believe it's a real thing don't let ever let a woman
1: lie
0: mm-hmm. and I'm gonna because I have girlfriends and we talk about it all the time a lack of sex keeps a chip on this fucking shoulder
2: mm-hmm. and I,
0: I'm sorry I had to curse and put that like that, but it is true
2: yeah.
0: it it's frustrating
2: mm-hmm.
0: I became, I become very nitpicky, very antsy uh very mean at yeah. times
1: you haven't had your stress reliever.
0: That's right. And that's exactly what it is. And that is very much true. And yeah, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Oh, yeah. So it builds up of sexual tension. And these things can cause divorce. Yeah. And guys, as we're running down these things, I'm even thinking back to my marriage. Mm-hmm. So my ex-husband is the person that everybody goes to for football. Okay? To make it an NFL or anything. Like, he is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Right? And... When I think about the amount of time he spent outside the home, it's crazy. I'm surprised I lasted as long mm-hmm. as I did.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: he was very much, he had to be gone a lot. Um, this is what he loved. And then he coached literally. like He loved those, he loves kids. Yeah. He just loves giving back to his community. Mm-hmm. That's That's what he's about. Saving kids' lives. That's yeah. what he does. And he did it so much that he poured there and didn't pour into me. And that mm-hmm. created this, the lack of sexual desire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the attention, and then you start seeking elsewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's literally what happened.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So that will lead straight to divorce.
1: Yeah. So I would say that might be maybe a common thread for men.
2: Hmm. We,
1: we tend to delve into our work, and so much so that when we come home, we have nothing left to give. Yeah, Because yeah, so. you gave it all. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't mean
0: he's cheating. That means he didn't gave every ounce of him to that job, to that mm-hmm. colleague, to the anything, to the bin. Maybe he helped it in the church. Like you were, at the time, I think when you were dating, you were still doing work in the church sometimes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: You still doing work in the church, ain't you?
2: I'm
1: trying.
0: Yeah, it's God. Listen, I'm you I'm, trying. God? You I'm
1: pressing on, you're Jesus. You're pressing
0: on, Jesus. <laughs> 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 I <can't. laughs> Derek, not no, no, that's a true thing, though. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's a
1: noble yeah. thing of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, again, things, for me, God like, something. I'm an electrician. Yeah. Electrician mm-hmm. by trade.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody, I feel like I'm the only electrician in the city of Philadelphia because everybody's <laughs> calling me for stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I was married, you know, I'm doing work. Family members call me, this mm-hmm. and that. So you work your regular job. You're mm-hmm. doing X, Y, Z after work. You come mm-hmm. home, you have nothing to give, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you take a shower, and you're sleeping. Yes. And, you know, I don't even notice if she had on pajamas or, not, line, yeah, or lingerie. Yeah, because you yeah, yeah, you're
0: so damn yeah, tired. Exactly. And
1: you then you're it. getting it up early and you're mm-hmm. starting it all over again. Yep. So. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I, I talk to my um my, my sister and my brother-in-law about this all the time. I tell them, I to be intentional about the time you plan for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and to, to, to not lead to divorce, they actually spend nights outside of the home. They mm-hmm. will take... I don't know if they do it once a month or whatever, but they will go get a hotel room, and they they have this huge beautiful home, but Whoa. they will leave it and leave yeah. the kids in it, okay. and they go and they go and get a night a hotel and stay the night there and spend mm. the whole day like yeah. doing things with each other because that's how you keep
1: yeah. it going. Yeah, I like that role yeah, playing. yeah, some role playing and stuff, yes,
0: hey, Derek, yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on here. <laughs> so the last bucket, guys, when we think. Um, that kind of plays a role in lead into leading to divorce is finances. Mm. Finances is a big one. And people, I heard somebody say to me, actually, I think it's the person I'm digging at. He's like, Why do you keep saying? Because as I'm asking questions like I should, and we start divulging certain things, he says finances, he feels that finances are not a big thing. He, he said it's big if you make it big. Finances mm-hmm. are not enough because he, in his head, very much, it's roles and I said well I need to know I need to have a better understanding of what these roles are mm. <laughs> what you feel these roles are because yeah. I, oftentimes people marry and they don't understand that person's vision for marriage or mm. what they feel their role is in the home
2: Yeah,
0: and understanding he listened to our last podcast by the way and he mm. was like I'm traditional, babe, but I ain't that damn traditional. You ain't at home. Because I think I asked you if you yeah, can stay, yeah, stay yeah, home. You ain't right? staying yeah, home. Yeah. Like, if we ever get, he's like, stay at home. You're going to work. I was yeah. like, I don't want to work, though. <laughs> I want I to be a stay-at-home mom you yeah. to what kids? Because the yeah. kids are grown, right? So that's just me joking around. But I do feel finances is big. And he felt like it wasn't. And I mm-hmm. said, I can't understand why. Finances are huge.
1: Yeah. They I are. Say, the,
0: that's the number one thing.
1: Say romance. Without finance, finance is a nuisance. <laughs> 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 That's what the old-timers used to say. That's what the old-timers
0: <laughs> used to say. Shit, yes, romance without Listen, romance without no finance. Listen, there yes, ain't indeed. no romance without no goddamn finance in my book. And I'm being honest. Not at 41 and not where I am.
2: Yeah.
0: It's the reason I can't dirt, a date, I mean, sorry, date a certain type of person. And you can call me whatever you want. But at 41, I'm not. That shit is for your 20s. I'm not dating nobody that doesn't have employment, gainfully employed. Very clear about their goals, their intentions, where they're going, the things they want. Because I can't get through on vibes.
2: Mm -hmm. So as
0: soon as you mention, let's just vibe out, my ass is out. Because I ain't vibing off a damn thing. Right. Because vibes are not securing like marriages and things like that. You have to be intentional. If somebody, ladies, please... Because it's another thing that can lead straight to divorce. And yes, I'm on finance. But understand, if they're telling you to vibe out, let's just vibe out, that means they have zero intentionality. I, I need you to...
1: Uh, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm 48. Okay. that? Um, exactly he just does... turned 48. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Happy birthday yeah. to you.
0: Mm. Happy birthday to you. Mm. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> what does right. vibing out mean?
0: Um, that's what yeah. I want to know. You, you got the wrong down. person. I'm going to call the kids later and ask them. You know, you know we both have... T- like, Well, your daughters are teens, yeah, right? Yeah. And then mine are... Um, well, no, they're out of your team. Are both of my, my guys are grown.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow,
0: 25 and 20.
2: Yeah.
0: Jeez, man. Ugh. Yeah. But anywho, I can call them and ask. But I, what I think vibing out means is that getting, a, 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 as they call it, a feel of energy.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: how do we... Is the chemistry there?
2: Mm-hmm. Chemistry
0: is one thing; intentionality is another. And and when you start, when you are a woman or a man of a particular age, you don't you don't a vibe. Okay, anybody, I can light some. Dirk has it's beautiful in here. You he can light candles, incense, or whatever. That's a vibe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What happens so, when you blow them incense and candles out? So mm-hmm. that's why I need you to be intentional about who you are and what you want.
1: So let me ask this:
0: mm-hmm.
1: There's like uh, thirty five plus people talking about vibing out. Yes. Mm. Like,
0: prior to the guy that I'm dating now, mm-hmm. someone said that to me. Yeah. On a line, he's like, oh, I'm saying, well, and mm. this is my impersonation. <laughs> 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 he made names sound just like that, but he's like, I'm saying, you can vibe. I mean, you got a good vibe on your energy, man. I said, what does that mean? Cuz my energy is different. I'm a woman. I'm allowed to change my mind. My energy is different every day I wake up. I'm not even the same person I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, what do you mean? And it doesn't mean I'm crazy, y'all. I'm being serious. Like, it depends on my mood. Um, is my cycle about to come on? Am I cuz I'm going to be somebody different. <laughs> so, yeah. so what do you mean my energy is crazy? Mm-hmm. More more importantly, moreover, it? What, what are your intent? Like, what are you, are you dating with a purpose? I think we never ask these questions. Mm-hmm. And I still have girlfriends that get into situations with men mm-hmm. who don't understand. And I, and I am not the best or the most successful in the marriage department or dating department. But what I will say, I do give good advice. Mm-hmm. I can give it to others, but it's like taking your own, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. But
0: I always like, did you ask this? And I asked my girl, I like, no, I'm like, what the fuck? Did you, what, did we already talk about this? Uh, do you, you know what you want? <laughs> Did you make sure he wanted that? Because yeah. if he didn't, honey, you are wasting your time. Yeah. Do not waste time trying to convince men to love you, want you, or care for you in a certain manner. Yeah. You can't do time, that. Time
1: is one thing. You can't get back.
0: You can't. And I even say money is time. No, money is money, and time is time. Mm-hmm. And very much, I need to know. Vibe. We cannot vibe off of vibes. I mean, we can't create this life off of vibes. Mm-hmm. I gotta create life off intentionality. Where yeah. are you in life? Yeah. Where are your goals? Do you have mm-hmm. a plan for yourself? And everybody may not have it all figured out because I want to be back it up. That's not what I'm talking about. But you must have some idea mm-hmm. of what it is you want from me. Why right. are you seeing
1: me? Right. And, I, and I'll say also because I've experienced this in dating some of the women that I've met, they don't, they have an air of irresponsibility. Hmm, give an
0: example. And, and... Guys, I know I'm more in finances, but with I <laughs> no, we're going to take it there. Because this yeah, is yeah, important, yeah. because this leads yeah. into yeah. relationship, and, bad and, relationships, bad divorce. Bad I mean, marriage.
1: For and this one, she was irresponsible with her, with her finances. Okay. You know, so we're dating,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you haven't paid your phone bill, and uh, a few to, months. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, stuff okay. like that.
0: Can I say this to you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. He said, mm-hmm. and that was not me. Please <laughs> understand he's not talking about me because one thing is, oh, no, 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 no. I'm never getting this goddamn phone cut off, okay? <laughs> so Derek is not talking about me, but I do understand what he's talking about, mm-hmm. but let me tell you yes. Mm-hmm. and let me also be vulnerable in this moment. I am just learning how to deal with finances, and I still struggle in some areas. Mm-hmm. I have a shopping problem. Fair, I said it. I love to shop. And if I'm sad, I will blow a bag. And that
2: is
0: <laughs> and, I, and I'm not lying. I will, it makes me feel happy. I will literally blow a bag if yeah. I'm sad.
1: Yeah.
0: And not but, even think. It. That's why that's all about her. Come on about yeah. rats. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, they don't understand how to get the cash up. If I drop a hundred bands, I'm gonna get it right back up. Spit mm-hmm. it all when I'm sad or something. I was like, yeah. Because I, I, I don't give a damn. I, spending, yeah. I would spend everything if I'm sad, okay? And that's, that's mental. Because that, it, it, it puts me in a better place.
1: And again, we're talking about our community, right? Yeah. So, mm. we talked about the school system. Mm. It don't set you up to, to, to learn anything. That, yes, we? yes, we did financially. Yeah. So, for me, I have always been able to make the money. Mm. But the budgeting part, I can't budget...
2: Mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm.
1: until the last p- past couple years okay but that's part of the learning process which we you know you should get that in high school but yeah. we, we don't get it you know Ooh. and your parents don't pass it on to you because they don't have it
0: that's what i was just about to add you know this so is how come i was in i relied on my middle sister which i feel is the most she's the best with money
2: mm-hmm.
0: now my older sister she has it she just don't tell nobody she got it
2: Mm-hmm. But my
0: middle sister, she is very much, she's good with finances. And what the little bit she taught me, it does work. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I was able to buy my home at a .5 percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. Do certain things, and that's a toot toot right there. Because mm-hmm. it's not even a point, my interest rate. Mm-hmm. But anywho, understanding that, I, I when you spoke about that, it's a real thing. So ha, that finances. Have that conversation with somebody because Mm -hmm. a man that you, if a woman is asking a man to come equipped, she better be equipped too. Mm -hmm. And I, and I recognize that because you'll come across some man and be like, okay, you got everything. We checking boxes here, no matter how you want to put it, you got everything. But I heard you say that you are not that great with your finances. He Mm -hmm. can frown upon that, Mm -hmm. or he can choose to be like, this is something we can work on together. And that's all depending. So Yesterday there is room to grow or room for let in. I'm just saying, I'm not going to relax. You know, my stand is by the riverside is what I'm saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. But finances is big and can yeah. lead straight to divorce, guys. Yeah. I know we were, we got a little, it's not off topic. And I don't want to say that because these are the things that when Dark and I are discussing and we're pinpointing certain things, we want to let you understand before you get to marriage, there is a dating process mm-hmm. and then there's a relationship process. And mm-hmm. then you get into these marriages not knowing all these things that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah,
1: because we didn't, you didn't address it in the beginning. Mm. You didn't address it in the middle. And now now when it's really a problem, mm-hmm. you can't address it. I know somebody, somebody just right now that had this issue. Yeah.
0: Didn't address shit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now they got all these goddamn... You see what I'm saying? All these issues. Yeah. But they... And then the biggest thing... And they both make great money, but mm-hmm. they have these issues... Because they didn't discuss in the beginning, but it's, never, it's not too late. You can still work on it. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have a better understanding about how money was going to be spent or what was going to be what in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So if he's paying, if if you if your husband says, okay, I'm, I don't want to pay the mortgage by myself. Yeah. I want to do everything 50-50. You, sh- you should have discussed that in the beginning. Right. Because that way, that was your time then to say, well, that's not going to work for me. Yeah, or, yeah. oh, that's going to be great. Yeah do things Mm 50-50. I already said that. I said that to the person I'm dating, just in case. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's why. I I I'm going to take that back. I do I want to do 50-50 if our incomes are the same.
1: Right. And I was going to mention that. If
0: my income is a little, slightly less than yours, if you're, I'm a teacher. (laughs) Okay. And some teachers do make over, Mm -hmm. uh, already a hundred thousand or a little bit over. Mm -hmm. I'm not that teacher. I should be. But I'm not. I don't make that. Right, right. And it's, so because
1: that's not fair if one person is making a hundred grand and the other person is making forty five, it can't. You can't split it fifty. You can't 50. fifty. No.
0: no. What, what am I splitting 50-50? So mm-hmm. that's what I mean by I'm not splitting 50-50 if, if our incomes don't line up. Mm-hmm. But it does not look like me not helping in our home. Oh,
2: yeah. So
0: anything you bring, women are natural multipliers. I said this last week on the podcast. So mm-hmm. we we can. I'll. I'll I'll multiply anything you bring in mm-hmm. and then I, I'm, I'll give back to our home endlessly. Mm-hmm. You'll see it in multiple ways, financially and mentally, physically. You'll see mm-hmm. that. You'll feel it. But yeah, that's finances is big. Please do not sweep that under the rug, guys. Um, I love that we're going into 50 minutes, but guess what? We still have one more. It's the other hand. On the other hand, so we discussed, guys, like what leads to divorce. Now we're going to discuss what happens when the hell you are now there? When divorce is already taking place. Okay. Derek is looking at his notes. I already know the first bullet, Derek. It's definitely, we have three like big bullets. What do you do once you're now there? Okay. You've already tried. Shit ain't work out. You have to get divorced. You got the divorce. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do? You're finding yourself, one, discovering who you are outside of your marriage. Yep.
1: <clears throat> that's a that's the thing right there because now you're, go, you're literally going from you became two to two to one mm-hmm. now one back to two. Do you go back to your original person, mm-hmm. or is this your opportunity to forge new paths, mm-hmm. find out what you want to do with your life, mm-hmm. who you want to become? Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is the time now.
0: I told Derek, guys, um, on the way here. Uh, I told you that I had the hardest time and I can say this again, let alone redefining who you are outside of your marriage, right? Your own Mm -hmm. identity, because we lose, women tend to give up themselves for men. That is a known fact. Men does, they do it, but not as often as women do. We will Mm -hmm. give it all Mm -hmm. for our children, for our husbands, our mates. And so you lose who you are, your identity outside of all these things all these these relationships or mm-hmm. this, these titles. Yep. I told Derek, my kids are my world. So my life revolved around them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean it, y'all. I'm a working professional. I was going to school, doing all this stuff, but nothing came before them. So when they became adults and no longer needed me as much, it caused me to take a real hard look at myself, who I am. Who, are, who am I? Because I'm going to be honest, if I'm being truthful, I felt like I didn't have a purpose because all I knew was being my kid's mama. I was about to say mm-hmm. their name. But I, being their mama. And now that they don't need me as much, is I have to find out who I am outside of them. I'm literally doing that still in this moment. And it's it's a beautiful experience, but it's a very eye-opening one. Mm-hmm. And it can be paralyzing sometimes. Yeah,
1: that's what I was saying. It could yeah. be fearful. You it's know, very fearful. You know.
0: And so even outside of my marriage, when I think about when Dee and I were married, um, when I... When we decided to divorce, when he finally decided not to contest it no more, and we we got divorced, it was like okay. I know I'm raising these kids, I still got them, so it was still mm-hmm. good. But I need to define who I am outside of my marriage because people know me as his wife.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so it's like, oh, you coach DJ's wife? No, I'm Tanika. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's now um the the marriage is guys. I've been divorced for so long. I don't even know how many no. years. I don't. I've lost count. So it's been a long time. But now it's. The redefining process times two. I'm doing it again now. Mm-hmm. The marriage first. Then now I got to do it with trying to figure out who I am outside of being my kid's mom. And it's hard. I'm this educator. I'm this woman that has um, accomplished things. And I told Derek, we talked about um, what success, like how I deem success. is not um, based on uh, financial gain. I deem success as something different. It's being mm-hmm. um, raising my sons to be um, decent human beings. Yeah. I deem that as success in my eyes.
1: But your, de- your degrees,
0: my degrees, my education—yes, yeah. finishing school because that was hard because I was a high school dropout. <laughs> so to have four degrees now, mm-hmm. I dropped out of high school when I was pregnant, sixteen. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. speaks values. That's how I deem success, you know. And so now that I have all these things, but well, who am I outside of that? So I achieved these things, okay. Now, I got to figure out my purpose. And that's how I'm reestablishing my relationship with God. But yeah, discovering who you are outside of your marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finding your purpose. Yeah, like you finding your purpose.
0: purpose. Yeah. So that's something to think about when divorce happens. The next thing is well, Derek spoke a little bit about forging a new path which I'm doing right now in this moment. It's mm-hmm. like creating my own lane, doing the yeah. podcasting, starting a new business. Um, I recently asked a friend of mine, a girlfriend, to fly to China with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She said, what? She, <laughs> no, legit. Cause I, I, guys, I found a vendor and I, um, I wanted, listen, I'm that girl. I'm gonna be doing long-term business with this person, and I'm about to take a big piece of my savings and give it to this person. Mm-hmm. I want to meet you in person,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm about to do something big with my business and my website. What I'm pushing for the brand, the lifestyle brand I'm creating and. I want to meet you in person. I don't give a damn if I got to fly across here to yeah. Kingdom Come. I want mm-hmm. to know who you are. I want to see you in person. Mm-hmm. And it works out. It works out. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. But that's a real thing and that's forging. I am definitely forging a new path for myself. Yeah. What would you say, Dar?
1: Do <sighs> I mean, you still
0: feel like you're still doing that? You've been divorced no, for a long time. So. 10
1: years. 10 damn, years. Damn,
0: you know the numbers. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I just had a 10-year anniversary of the oh. divorce
2: Oh.
1: You know, damn. from 12 to 22. Damn. But no, I don't really. <clears throat> I think for men, because you don't really meld in a relationship. I think it's the woman who really changes her and sort of molds to the family. I don't think the man does it as much. Wow! Because like I've always been a worker, doing the same, and I'm doing I'm doing the same thing that I've always done. For me, the only difference was, I guess, um, is, is the kids just. How much access and, and, and but everything i do is really for my for my girls wow. so i'm everything i work the properties i have mm-hmm. is all for general generational wealth yeah. for them later on. Come on so so everything i'm doing is always for the family and, and, and that part really hasn't that changed. never changed no that never there, really changed
0: okay so i don't want to again take away guys but we just spoke about this and i and i said that men don't do it often it's us we lose who we are
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you just spoke to that yeah. you said i'm not really fortunate because i've always did this
2: yeah
0: and that's but women do do we give up everything yeah. right yep. and drop it down we will sell we will sometimes women will stop mm-hmm. dark and i were talking about this um we'll stop uh working or we'll mm-hmm. stop going to school uh pursuing that new career or anything
1: yeah.
0: to, to give to make sure that our home is good
1: yeah make yep. sure
0: everybody's good except for us yeah and that's yeah yeah
1: Oh, so, wow. so, so I think for for women, when you see that opening, mm-hmm. it is a is a brand new world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and for you, you know, figuring out what you want to do or doing the things that you've put on hold for so long, mm-hmm. now you have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. You know, so
0: Yeah, guys, because here lately this forging this new path, it's a beautiful thing, but like Derek said, it's very scary. The unknown is the scary part, right? But I am one who are, is definitely... I'm a risk taker. I moved to a whole other state with not one family member. And mm-hmm. I'm extremely close to my family. So I'm an—I'm in, in a, a risk taker. But it is scary. Because lately i even been thinking... I know we spoke and I told you I'm ready for a career change. Mm-hmm. I've been in education for over 20 years, guys. And when I tell you I am the classroom weighs on you after a while. So I've been telling, like sharing Mm. it a little bit with you that I'm Mm. ready to come out. Mm. But yeah, forging a new path. Uh, The last thing, and then we're gonna wrap up, would definitely be figuring out financial independence.
1: Finance piece again. There go
0: that finance piece (laughs) again. Because if you go from, Derek said, wait a minute, think about that. You go from a two income household to a one, there is definitely gonna be uh, some shake up there. Are you yes, trying sir. to figure out something when you're like no longer this person is responsible for you?
1: Yeah. Somebody
0: gonna feel a brunt of that.
1: Yeah, because now you, that person it ain't no eighty twenty.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: I, a- <laughs> it's a full one hundred. It's a full
0: <laughs> <laughs> from the from the person that already wasn't making that much, and now that person's yeah. also. And I can say I went through that. Yeah. My ex husband very much was. Um, I had to now figure out how I'm going to do all these things by myself. And I'm going to tell you what it did. It took me three years in therapy to learn how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Isn't that bad? So, breaking off from him, going to that financial independence, and became so independent that I thought like I could not ever ask him for anything. Mm -hmm. And he has never before said he would never not help me.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I always, I didn't see it that way. I always thought they're my kids, my responsibility, even though they were our kids, right? Right. But I always saw that I had to do, and he's the same. You don't have to do this thing on your own. Yeah. You know what his family used to have to do? And mm-hmm. him, they would just do it yeah. and not ask. Because I would tell them no if they ask right. if they need it. I would mm-hmm. say, nope, I'm good. Yeah. Nope, I don't need any help. And dying yeah, in the inside, yeah. trying to figure out how to get my baby's new winter coat, how I'm going to pay for this activity, this activity. You know what they would do? Like, his his mom, for instance, I never paid for childcare. Mm-hmm. We him and I never had to because his parents always paid. Right. So she they would literally his mom would go to daycare and pay the daycare up for a year, and mm-hmm. I never even until I would go, she was like, "Oh, you're already paid,"
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know who paid it." Yeah. So it it was that type of thing, but it was hard. It it, it finances is hard when you go from having the help to no help, mm-hmm. and. Please do not, and I say this, guys, with all, like, sincerity. Please, when you do go, and your divorce is final, and you are trying to, like, figure out that financial uh, road path, freedom to finance, finance your financial, um, I would say your financial overview. Please understand that it is okay if you don't have it all. And it's okay to extra help. I just need to punchline that because it is not a game when I say I took three years in therapy to learn how to ask for help and that mm. is bad. Three years, mm. almost three years. Yeah. I'll say all through the pandemic, yeah. definitely for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm I don't mean help with finances. I mean help with anything. Because yeah. I miss. It. I know if I do it do it on my own, it's going to get done right. But sometimes you need help.
2: Yeah.
0: So it can be paralyzing, especially when somebody's like, "No," and you're like, "You know how long it took me to therapy to ask for yeah. help? What the <laughs> hell?" So like, come yeah. on, come yeah. on now. Oh yeah, that's a real thing. Um, I would
1: say for me, um, I had my issues with the finance piece. Again, Mary Mm
2: -hmm.
1: made the money Mm -hmm. but she took care of the money. She paid the bills. She did all that stuff. Sort of like my
0: sister in our first marriage. Yeah,
1: She liked it that way. So when when, when we did have the divorce, I'm making money but I'm making sure they're okay Mm -hmm. and I'm suffering. Because so you had no
0: control of the money?
1: Not, not that I have control of the money. Okay. But I'm making sure there. I'm still paying the mortgage. I'm okay. still taking care of the kids. Okay. You know, I move into mom's house. Okay. So, you know, so now I'm rebuilding myself mm-hmm. as far as, all right, putting a plan together. Okay, I'm going through therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to put a plan together. Mm-hmm. How do I get myself... Because I had bad credit. Okay. She had the good credit. Okay. It didn't matter because she had good credit. I made the money, you know? Yeah. Uh So that type of thing. Uh But now it's just on me. So how can I buy a house with bad credit? So now I got to fix my credit up. Mm -hmm. Still paying all these other bills. Mm -hmm. You know, finally get a house, get that together. Yeah. You know, so it's a process. And, And I would say it probably took me, I would say maybe six years. Before I felt like I was comfortable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, to so. so
0: where you are now. You're yeah, very,
1: okay, yeah. understood.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not making enough money. So- <laughs> 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 i reset this to thousand times. No, um, but I, I, don't. I'm the type that it's not gonna complain about it. I'm gonna do something about it. Mm-hmm. So. I am in the, you, how you said you had to put a plan. I'm yeah. in that process, putting a plan together to mm-hmm. do things a little differently. So that yeah. looks like me, just where my options of coming out of education, but still give, being able to give back in some capacity and do what I love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what it takes. Hey, and, and, and you got to find the resources. Again, mm-hmm. we always talk about finding, going to somebody who knows more than you. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, you don't want to ask somebody who's on your same level. Or struggling at the Mm -hmm. same time. They give you... Yeah, struggle advice. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Struggle advice. Trying to find somebody who knows more or in a better situation to help you. Yes. Yeah. For sure.
0: Um, Well, guys, that is an hour. We've been here for an hour.
1: Is this the longest podcast? Yes.
0: The longest. And these chairs are extremely comfortable. Next
1: week. Next week. Or next episode. Next episode. We got something to beat.
0: Uh... Definitely
1: for
0: sure. <laughs> okay guys, it's been real. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy episode thirteen, divorce. Um Derek and I just to do a quick recap ran back um just kind of what leads to divorce and what do you do after the divorce, the pros and cons of it, of it mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Um please understand there is a set criteria for for dating move into a relationship into marriage and it is not to be taken lightly you want to leave no. people with anything
1: and, and it, it takes it's going to take work mm-hmm. like it's, it's nothing easy listen there are systems in place to keep especially the black family mm-hmm. apart mm-hmm. so you got to go in there and understand hey we got to work and, and, and come together and just get it done mm-hmm. because it's, it's not going to be an easy task absolutely yeah
0: all right well that is it guys that's a wrap episode 13 divorce uh thank you co-host
2: oh oh very well 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 i don't know
0: if i should call you co-host until you do more than two episodes oh but okay okay, okay. (laughs) he's a temporary (laughs) co-host okay for this season 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 for the season two Yes. Uh, please stay tuned to next week um, where I end off on episode 14, which will be the end of the marriage series and is Keeping the Flame Alive.
1: Keeping the Flame Alive? Yes. Mm. All
2: right, guys. Bye bye for now.
1: Bye. <laughs>